Welcome, everybody. I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode five, where we talk about a Muppet Christmas Carol. Yay. I'm so excited. This movie, it just, it warms my heart so much. I love this movie. I had, I had mentioned it to my older brother. I said, yeah, this is the next one we're going to do. And he goes, oh man, that's such a good movie. And I was like, I know. (laughs) I know this. (laughs) Just kidding. It's so good. And it's just, there's so many elements about this that make this story so good, that make this movie and ju- like this movie specifically so good not just the story because obviously the story right. has been around for ages yes um long long and time. uh <laughs> long time so charles dickens victorian era that kind of thing yes so anyways we're gonna jump right into this mm-hmm. and so this is a muppet christmas carol which was released in 1992 and it was directed by brian henson who is jim henson's son and this was the first Muppet film to be released after Jim's death, um, which I think is really special. I feel like this was yeah. like the right one. Mm-hmm. And this was also Brian Henson's directorial debut. So he cool. never directed any film, not even a Muppet film, but he grew up mm-hmm. on set with his dad doing these Muppet movies and everything. So he wasn't totally ignorant to like how it all goes and how it all works. But right. um he did a lot of things that hadn't been done before in Muppet films. And we'll go through and talk about those. Cool. Um, so the cast list is oddly short. <laughs> so right. <laughs> when you look online, it's really funny and it's really convoluted. And so anyways, um, obviously the very first top billing is Michael Caine, who plays Scrooge. Mm-hmm. And I love Michael Caine. I yes. he's one of my favorite actors, and I loved him <laughs> in Miss Congeniality. I loved yes. him in the Batman movies. Like he's so he's good. In one of my favorite movies that was more recent, which was Interstellar. Um, oh, that's right. He, yeah, he played. Um, oh, I can't remember the actress's name. Um, oh, Anne Hathaway. Sorry, that was her dad. In oh, that okay. Movie. So, anyways, but yes, he is a great actor and it's really funny because that was literally like my first note on here was i love michael Caine and he's my favorite actor (laughs) (laughs) he's got such a good voice it's so good and he just he's so good delivering lines and he can do comedy he can do serious and yes and that's what i I like is that he is such a diverse actor in that regard where you can give him just about any role whether he plays the good guy the bad guy the you know yeah whatever like he he can do it (laughs) there's a movie back in the 70s that i'm totally blanking on on the name that i'm gonna grab on and Mm -hmm. it it's really really good that he was in there um it takes place in africa i don't know if this is ringing a bell with you at all um, maybe keep going yeah <laughs> i'm almost there i'm looking him up here yeah of course it's not like one of their first ones i thought it'd be a top like a top billing one and it's like oh, okay. here, of course but that's okay <laughs> um yeah it's it's really good it takes place in africa and it's this whole um the man who would be king oh i've actually never seen that 
Okay, so it's two British former soldiers who decide to set themselves up as kings in Kafistran. I don't know. A land where no white man has set foot since Alexander the Great. And so, anyways, it's really intense. It's really good. And it's definitely one... It's worth the watch. And it's... it was done in 1975, so it's a young Michael Caine, and he's he was okay. very handsome. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. He's very handsome. <laughs> um, <I agree. laughs> and then, so as we continue on the cast list, we've got. So this is so funny when you look at the cast. This is how they bill it on IMDb. Kermit uh-huh. the Frog <laughs> plays Bob. <laughs> Gonzo the Great plays Charles Dixon or Charles Dickens. Sorry, Charles Dickens. Mm-hmm. That was a. I don't know what I was saying. Um, <laughs> Miss Piggy plays Emily Cratchit. Rizzo the Rat <laughs> plays himself. Fozzie Bear yeah. plays Fred. Um, and then Stephen McIntosh plays Fred, Scrooge's nephew. Uh-huh. And he was also in the Underworld movies. I think he oh. played another vampire. And there's something else he was in. Um, uh-huh. Meredith Braun played Belle. And she hasn't really done anything since then. And, which was the love interest of Scrooge. She was really right. short. And then Robin Weaver played Clara, which was Stephen, which is Scrooge's nephew's wife. Wife, uh, yeah. So Gonzo was voiced by Dave Golas. Uh, Miss mm-hmm. Piggy is voiced by Frank Oz. Uh, mm-hmm. And then, so it was really complicated. It was one of those like I couldn't even figure out who was voicing who. But these are all the big voices. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Frank Oz is the one who does Kermit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anyways. A grand total, there was 280 Muppets used for this wow. film. Yeah, so there's a That's lot amazing. of puppeteers. <laughs> yeah, a lot of puppeteers. Yeah. A lot of work. Um, Brian Henson sure gave himself quite the big job here for this movie. Um, yeah. And it's, I mean, we, we're going to talk, I just, I love this movie. I, mm-hmm. The whole adaptation, I've read the Charles Dickens story years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I read it for an English class I had and the English teacher, mm-hmm. it was a film, it was a um, literature and film class. So we read this story and then he was going to show the film. The entire class fought tooth and nail for him to play the Muppet version and <laughs> refused simply because there's a part in the story where it's when Scrooge has come to the third ghost and there's uh-huh. a speech that he has and it's this pleading speech and I can't remember where the whole right. thing was. But because the Muppet Christmas Carol doesn't have that speech in it, he played a different version, and it made oh. the class crazy. Like we were all just, we were we were ready to riot. We were like, "No, this is the yeah. best one. Everybody knows this is the best one." Um, <laughs> and I think one of the biggest things that make this the best version is really Michael Caine and his performance. Yes, and definitely. So Michael Caine had said that he'll do this part, but he's going to play it as though his co-stars are from the Royal Shakespearean Company. Mm-hmm. He wanted to, he didn't want to play Scrooge goofy. He didn't want to play into the, like the goofiness of the Muppets. He mm-hmm. let the Muppets do the comedy and then he played Scrooge the way Scrooge is meant to be played. Right. And I don't know about you, but that alone is probably the biggest thing that sells this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Um, I like that. Um, 
I like how they made it mixed with the Muppets and like real people. And I do like how he did leave that comedic part up to the Muppets because when you think of Muppets, they are, they're a little goofy. They're a little funny. They're a little strange, a little odd, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, so I, I think that's great. And I, I do really like how he played up how like this grouchy, greedy, old man that doesn't care about anybody but himself and his money and that is it you know right he doesn't care that they're silly little muppets that he's tossed one out right or he's yelled at them like (laughs) no he really doesn't care you know and and he he yeah you know he treats them like like they're not puppets (laughs) right um (laughs) and i like that i like how he played out his role and I think you nailed it on the head the fact that he left the funny stuff up to them and Mm -hmm. he did his part you know absolutely amazing where um yeah it just and then even as he was being taken through you know with the different ghosts and everything um you know and and especially like the uh, ghost of christmas present you know he's a mm-hmm. giant muppet <laughs> yeah. and um and and even then he still was just you know this he obviously was starting to to soften a little bit because you know the first ghost of christmas past like freaked him out <laughs> a little <laughs> Who wouldn't be freaked <laughs> <laughs> no and i mean i'm just throwing it out there like she was creepy creepy you want to know how they did that by the way yes really weird she is a muppet even though like you look at her she doesn't really look like a muppet but she's a muppet yes so they green screen the heck out of her so what they did is they created this muppet and then they put her in oil to make like that ethereal kind of movement Mm -hmm. with her clothing but then, like, the oil was, like, deteriorating the Muppets, so they put her in water. And so, oh, but they wow. still, like, filmed her, like, underwater with a green screen in order to get that floaty look. And then they superimposed uh-huh. her in the in the film. Wow. Uh, but she, like, it basically, like, this filming of that Muppet, she's, like, basically destroyed. Like, there's nothing. Yeah. Like, it just completely destroyed the Muppet itself. But yeah, <laughs> super weird. And I would, she always kind of freaked me out. Not as bad yes. as the third one. The third one's really creepy. It's very creepy. And to be honest, like my kids love this movie up until the Ghost of Christmas Past shows up and they like nope the fuck right out of there. They're like, Gonzo. They're like, we'll come back later. <laughs> Yeah, they like Christmas present um, just because obviously he's a little more friendlier looking and a little more jolly. Um, But yeah, and then Christmas uh, future, forget it. They or the Christmas, yeah, they, they, nope. (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't blame them. And I remember seeing this as a kid because this came out in 92, which I was seven when it came out. We had the VHS version. Um, Right. I'm not going to lie. Right when the Marleys showed up, I was already like, this is creepy. Yep. That like the yes. Marley's and everything and that song. Uh-huh. I used to fast forward through it. These kind of yep. freak me out and like it's just <laughs> well, it was funny. <laughs> Cause I was I was telling Travis that last night while we were watching it and um 
got when they shake their shackles and yes. they do like that. Oh my gosh. I was yeah. like, that literally is giving me like chills and not in a good way. No. It's <laughs> like, that is out. really creepy. So I don't blame <laughs> my kids for not liking it. <laughs> and like, I watch it as an adult and I find it a little bit more amusing now. But right, I still right. find Christmas, pa- like, pre- or future, sorry, Christmas future to be like. Yes super ominous and like everything has this gray tone to it Mm -hmm. and like you can and the fact that he has right and he has no face no (laughs) which i get talk right yeah i think the no talking is very creepy because then it's almost like you know scrooge has to kind of like fill in like his own future in a way right and and I mean, it makes sense that he wouldn't have a face because he's the future, you know. And he's and, deaf. And pretty sure it's right. And he's <laughs> basically, yeah. Well, yeah, because I mean, he basically takes Scrooge to his gravesite. It's me, yeah. And was like, yeah. <laughs> so, like, hello, darkness, my old friend. You right. know that whole thing, literally. <laughs> no, for sure. But. Yeah, so I think they did an amazing job with the whole past, present, and future, um, like the, the symbology, just kidding, the symbolism in this. <laughs> symbolism. <laughs> that movie's on our list somewhere, Sorry. isn't it? <laughs> it is. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> anyways, I, I had to say that. So, But That's anyways, great. but I think they did an amazing job with all the symbolisms with the three ghosts and everything and how um, I just, I, I think my favorite one has to be the... Um, Ghost of Christmas Present. I he's really like everyone's how... favorite. He's got the best oh, song. Yeah. He's like the most well, jolly. And then like at the yes. end, he looks like freaking Santa. Right. And and it's funny. Okay, so it's funny that you mentioned that because at the end, as he's like disappearing, um, it almost or it sounds like he's when he's laughing, it kind of sounds like he's saying like ho ho ho, like too, as yeah. he's like slowly like drifting away but i just thought it was really cool how you know they made him so vibrant and fun and full of life in the very very beginning and then as you know his time is ending you know because it's it's present so Mm -hmm. it slowly like fades away um and becomes the past so you know he is like gets older and older and older and older with each time as the time moves along. And then by the yeah. end, yeah, he's this old man. Right. And um, I think that's really cool. I really liked how, how they did that. And um, I think, yeah, the way that they worked with the puppets and the people was amazing yeah. and fun. <laughs> so one of the things that um, Brian Henson did um that was also a first time for the muppets he showed kermit's feet and showed him walking and so that and um the other thing too is like they had to create a world where these puppeteers are normal sized people obviously like they're normal Mm -hmm. people and they've got (laughs) small like little muppets and mm-hmm. so in order to get it so the Muppets were at the same level as Michael Caine is they raised the stage mm-hmm. by several feet. And so Michael Caine, every time you see him walking around, he's just walking on like like a raised platform that's only like three feet wide. 
Wow. And so that way the Muppets can like walk beside him and the height is at the right, right height and all this and everything. Wow. So anyways, yeah. it was really interesting. I'm going to link the video because I found this video. It's really funny. It's, uh -huh. um, it was done years ago. You can tell it was probably done maybe a year after this movie came out. Maybe it was even the same uh -huh. year. And it's Gonzo and Rizzo are <laughs> basically interviewing Brian Henson <laughs> and talking about this movie. And so I'm going to link it because it's really great. It's on YouTube. And you learn a whole lot. That's bunch. awesome. It's so yeah. cute. And they talk about the movie and they talk, you know, and they joke about all the things yeah. they had to do and you know, Rizzo's like, you guys have no idea how much pain I was doing this movie. I had to fall. I was frozen. Like, you guys don't even know. <laughs> like, so I it's really love, great. <laughs> yes. I love how they made Gonzo um, Charles Dickens in this. And then Rizzo, I love how they left him to play himself. Right. Um, I think that was really, like, they were great characters to play. Like they were. It characters. was definitely a really good creative move, and it's one of the mm -hmm. only adaptations out there of this um, of this literature that has actual lines taken directly from the story, and a lot of that oh. comes from Gonzo, and so Gonzo mm -hmm. actually says a lot of the lines directly from the story, which is really interesting, you know, as opposed yeah. to like the play adaptation, um, right? So, uh, anyways, but yeah, it was a very conscious decision. They thought. Like, how can we do this? How, you know, and there was other talk about making it just all Muppets. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they didn't think it'd work as well. They wanted to incorporate humans. And then uh, right. they had talked about like Miss Piggy playing one of the um, ghosts of Chris of the past, present, or future. So one of the ghosts. And they decided that, of course, she would want to be Kermit's. Um, wife so right right <laughs> and uh, it's Nobody really funny when you watch the interview it's really funny because of course they interview kermit and kermit's like i just want to be very clear this is a movie <laughs> like it's like <laughs> we're not married <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> um, i love that <laughs> yes yeah, so the way they, they said like the thing is is like when when you start talking to like michael kane had said this when you start like delivering your lines he goes you do deliver it to the Muppet. He goes, you just forget that there's a person behind that Muppet. Like, you right. completely forget about it. And you're talking, and like, they take, they truly take on a personality of their own. And they're all referred yeah. to by name, like, as if they were really doing their own thing. And which probably so cool. why when you look at the billing, and when you look at the credits, if you've looked at the credits when the film ends, mm -hmm. you'll see Kermit plays, you know, Bob Cratchit right. and all this. So, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, and that's funny because I did I pointed that out to um to Travis while we were watching it last night, like at the end, and I said, you know, I think it's really cool how um because I mean if you think about it, we don't really know them by their puppeteer's name. No. You know, we don't know them by the people who do their voices. And and actually I mean, even those who do their voices don't necessarily control the puppet like themselves. Right. I don't think I don't know. Um that's so, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> and then if you think about it, they do multiple characters too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they do voice multiple characters. And, um, but yeah, I thought it was really funny how it's like, oh, well, we all know who Kermit is. We all know who Miss Piggy is. You know, we all know like their names based by their, their, their Muppet. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that was really, really cool. Um, it's funny though when okay um when 
Scrooge was going to his front door and he goes to like, and as he's at the front door and his little like knocker is starting to change yes. into Jacob Marley. I don't know about you, but for whatever reason, for me, I got um like haunted mansion vibes from that part. Um, and I don't oh, know. I if can it's see that. I could see. I mean, like, it's Disney, so I could totally see that. Right, right. But I thought that was really funny. Um, it's funny, and I thought it was kind of cool. But I really loved their set. Their set was really neat and really cute. Um, yeah, they, yeah, they filmed really it all in London, I believe, if I remember correctly. Everything was filmed in London. Oh wow! Yeah, that's really cool. I yeah, and it was just like there's so many people that worked on this. It was crazy. And like I said, I mean, 280 I Muppets. I mean, you think about like, there's the singing fruit in this, in the vegetables. Right. <laughs> and, like, and like most of the people in the town are Muppets. And I also love how not only Michael Caine treats the Muppets like regular people, but all the other people in the town just act mm-hmm. like it's totally normal. Like, of course we live with Muppets right. and I'm not going to treat them differently. <laughs> like just right. This is life. <laughs> it's just how it is. It's how it is around here. And it, you know, and um, another option they were talking about to play Scrooge was uh, the late comedian, George Carlin. Oh, and I'm really glad yeah. they picked Michael Caine over George Carlin. Yes. George Carlin. I, th- I think he would have done fine. Like acting wise. Right. But I think he would have right. played into the comedy too much. And I mm-hmm. I don't think the movie would have done as well. Right. Right. I think it would have taken away from the comedy that the Muppets bring. That and know? I think it would take away from the story and the core of the story and what they're trying to Definitely. tell. Definitely. And, yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Um, so fun little side note, um, from here where I live. So I love I love this this story, this uh, telling of you know Christmas Carol, uh, done by the Muppets. But where I live, we also have a place called the Melodrama, and um, usually every year around Christmas time, they put on like this amazing play of a Christmas Carol. And theirs is another version that I absolutely love. Um, they do such an amazing job with it too. Um, but they don't have Muppets obviously (laughs) Um, they're live actors (laughs) but the it kind of reminds me a little of like the Muppet Christmas Carol um they have yeah it's just they do their own um version of it and I think they do it like a pretty good justice of it um but anyways that's something that we kind of like to see every year and unfortunately we don't get to see it again this year hopefully we get to see it next year um but yeah I just I love it I think a Muppet's Christmas Carol is like my favorite and then I love being able to see it you know in a play and Mm -hmm. act it out in front of me and theirs is one of them that I absolutely love it's such a good story and you know and it is I mean it was written I don't know gosh ages ago um right (laughs) so and charles dickens i mean he he was around during um during the victorian era and so Mm -hmm. he was okay he was born in 1812 and died in 1870 so Mm -hmm. i mean that was all during victorian era which of course was in england there was a lot of the um, industrial revolution going on and you know there is mass poverty and everything Mm -hmm. like that. So, um, you know, a lot went on 
mm-hmm. during that time. And so let's see. Okay, the first edition of Christmas Carol was published in 1843. So 176 years ago is when mm-hmm. this story came out. And there's just probably at least that many adaptations of this story. And right, at least. Stage, <laughs> film, musical, mm-hmm. what have you. And I think part of what makes I mean, it's it's definitely one of those timeless stories because it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what time period you are, this story right. can fit everywhere. Um, it's why yes. you're able to do like the movie uh, Scrooged and Scrooge. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. So you can you can put it, and like I said, you can put it. It's sort of like Shakespeare. Like you can put a Shakespeare right. play and put it in any time period. With this story, exactly. you can do the same thing. You can take this and put it in any time period, and it'll work. Uh, absolutely and it can be told in so many different ways mm-hmm. and uh, you know and it's funny that you mentioned that because I really that was like one of my notes that I had put inside here is that I feel like a lot of people could like really use this movie kind of like right now um, you know especially with everything that you see going on in the world whether if it's personal or political or whatever mm-hmm. um, it just kind of I don't know kind of gives you like a different perspective but yeah you know with being able to make that um to make it relevant throughout mm-hmm. time and throughout history is is an amazing thing to be able to do it's not something that just stays in that time period and right. you know and that that's it like you're able like you said you know you're able to make it where you can adapt it you know time after time after time and yes. it still makes sense and it still holds exactly what he was trying to to portray i guess yeah no it's it's true and you can like you know it's there's so many things you can do it's a very versatile piece and uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot that can be done with it i mean i i don't Definitely. know that i've ever seen a version quite like this version and so no. <laughs> and and no, I think yeah. I think what makes this version so good is that you can sit it in front of kids and they can still understand the story. And they're not going to yes. get bored and you can sit it in front of adults and they're going to enjoy the heck out of the story because it's told so well and there's so many great right. little moments um that are like like real small but silly like the whole thing with like mm-hmm. Like and when he's in the past and Gonzo and Rizzo are on the shelf and the shelf breaks mm-hmm. and the guy's like, oh, I don't fix that. Like <laughs> it's just like right, right. It's so silly, but it's like that's that's great. That's awesome. Or like when Rizzo right. is freaking out about jumping from the fence and then he misses, <laughs> right? Or like Gonzo doesn't catch him and he falls and he's like, Oh my right. jelly beans, and then like goes through right. the fence. <laughs> <laughs> like, and he's like wait, like, wait. oh man yeah <laughs> so, yeah there's just these great great little moments that are there that just it doesn't right. matter how old you are they're so entertaining and this movie still like kind of makes me tear up at the end and i want to talk about yes. that part and i'm sure i don't know if it's the same part for you as it is for me mm-hmm. it's right in the morning and he sees Beaker and the other guy and he whispers uh-huh. in their ear and he tells them how much he wants to give. And they're like, uh-huh. are you serious? That he's, you know, are you sure? And he goes, not a penny less. And they're like, we should give you something. And Beaker just, yes. His scarf and he, Oh my God. Like it just, I get chills and I'm just <laughs> thinking about it. It just, there's, it's Michael Caine. Yeah. He just looks at him and he just goes, 
like thank you like, like a gift no one's giving him a gift yeah like right. no giving him a heartfelt gift i mean bob cratchit hasn't given him anything clearly like and probably not right. out of meanness but i think bob cratchit understands that scrooge wouldn't care right it, it right. doesn't matter like why would you give him like you're wasting your money bob cratchit like why would you even do that right. and right would this. yeah like his cousin or his nephew shows up and gives him a reef and he throws the reef so it's mm-hmm. this like it's such it's such an unbelievably touching moment and it just every yes. time i watch it i just oh man yeah that's the it just gets me every time <laughs> no i agree i definitely agree that was one of my favorite parts and i think that's where especially i don't know i don't think i've really noticed it as much as a child but as an adult you just see how much he's changed Mm -hmm. especially after you know going through all the different ghosts and everything um but and how he really learned you know from from those experiences from being able to see the past present and the future and and you know he was determined to change it he doesn't want his future to be dark and cold and death right you know right he really was like well no like I'm going to change it I don't want this I don't want it and I want to be you know I yeah he just didn't want the future and so yeah that moment right there where it's like you know something so simple and he was so touched by it and loved it so yeah I love that absolutely it's a really good Mm-hmm. so I agree and then I also like his um I like his little song at the end too yes. that he sings with everybody that that brought tears to my eyes too <laughs> it's a good song and so you know I'm glad you brought up the music and the song because um did you have this movie as a VHS as a kid growing up yes I did so you remember the song that was cut yes okay so I want to talk about this <laughs> for those of you who did not grow up with the vhs um there was it's there's only like a couple versions out there that have the song the vhs is one and then i think there's one other there's another version and i can't remember what it is Uh it might be like one really early dvd version but i'm pretty sure it's just a vhs version and then i think the original version that was released had a song it was during the past and it's the song that mm-hmm. when you know because scrooge meets bell yeah and then they flash forward and it's a few years later and they're still not married and she's been waiting and he's been dragging his feet because everything needs to be lined up in his brain and she sings this right. whole song about how you used to love me but you know it's right it used to matter now it doesn't and basically mm-hmm. So growing up as a kid, I fast forward through the song. I just, I didn't care for it. I didn't care how it was sang. Right. I, this song did nothing for me. And then right. I got the DVD years later. I think I only picked this DVD up maybe like five or six years ago. And mm-hmm. I picked it up, popped it in. And the moment, like just before the song was going to come on, I had the DVD remote in my hand waiting to skip through the song. And next thing I know, it just jumped. I was like, where'd the song go? <laughs> like, like, I didn't even get to make the decision here. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> and when you watch it on, which Serena and I both watched this on Disney Plus. When you watch yes. it on Disney Plus, it also does not have the song on there. So oh. 
I'm going to talk about why this song is no longer in existence. Number one, most yes. people didn't like this song. Um, some <laughs> did, some didn't. It was a very mixed bag. Now, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Brian Henson loved the song, and he thought that this song really kind of put it through. So he had, right. somehow there was two different versions of this movie where it was like where they had the song in versus not having the song in. Well, the original mm-hmm. reel that had the song in is missing. Mm-hmm. It is gone. <gasps> yeah. So yeah. that's why it's <laughs> this not is there. You don't see it. It's not there. So like especially like now in the remastered and digital, they don't have that mm-hmm. version to remaster. Oh wow. It's so crazy. So I'm gonna find also I because I saw a video online about this on YouTube. So uh-huh. I'm gonna link that in the show notes so everyone can see this because it's so crazy. Um, so the, yes, so the original film version that has this song is just disappeared into the ether. So if you're, <laughs> you can still find the song on YouTube. Again, I'll link that. There's gonna be a lot of YouTube links for in the show notes for this one. That's okay. So, um, I will link the song if you want to hear it. Great. If not, whatever. Um, <laughs> this is no also Michael Caine. As far as I know, I know it was for sure his first but it's probably uh-huh. his only uh, musical and where he's had to sing. He's never sang oh. before, not even on stage. Like, wow. Yeah. And he's done a lot of stage stuff. He's never sang on stage. Yeah, yeah. No, no, and he's interesting. So he's got a really good voice. I, I don't know. know. And he doesn't think he does. Like he thinks he doesn't wow. have a good voice. And I'm like, you have a good singing. I cannot sing that well. I'm telling you that right now. I couldn't carry a tune in a bucket yeah. with a lid, but it's, right. <laughs> But Michael Caine, I think he does very well. And so, yes. anyways, that yeah, is the story of the music. And they got Michael Caine to sing, which they were really excited they got him to sing. And right. um, and that's so why funny. the really sappy love song is not in there anymore. Right. You know, it was kind of funny because I know when you and I were putting together our list for different movies, TV shows, things like that, that we wanted to put together um, for this podcast, I know we had mentioned that we really didn't get like any musicals or put a musical in here. Mm-hmm. And I kind of forgot. I don't know why I forgot, but I forgot that there was, you know, singing yes. in this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny because, you know, I was thinking, hey, we did get at least one in. Yeah, one in. <laughs> I mean, there's Woo! a million out there, <laughs> but I was really glad that we we did include this one um, because, yeah, it's fun. The music is great, you know, and the Muppets are, you know, they're known for their their music and their songs, yeah, and things like that. So, I think it's, I think if we had to at least do one, I'm glad it was this one because Same here. the music. And is amazing in and it. this this soundtrack is in my christmas playlist that i have like on my yes. i love the music and it's so good even though it's not super christmasy it's no. so good it's really good music yeah. it really is and then i mean who just doesn't love hearing the muppets sing you know i know they have, they're they great a whole, they're on a whole different level yes of like they're singing and everything but yeah, i love it i really enjoyed it this was a good movie to watch, and I was really glad that, um, truly glad that I got to watch it again. I mean, I I had just watched it recently, um, but again, it wasn't. It was just something to put on, um, where we started watching it, and I don't know, things happened, and we kind of like stopped, mm-hmm. like about 
little more than like halfway through the movie and you know had to do other stuff and life um right so it's nice to really just sit there and i know i say this like all the time but really sit there and watch it from beginning Mm -hmm. to end pay attention to all the details and all the puppets and you know everything that was in there (laughs) was just you know amazing and then seeing how like kind of paying attention to you know like how you were saying earlier like how they made it to where you know um scrooge and the muppets were you know fairly close in size where it wasn't just giant man next to these small puppets i mean he was but like the problem was it was getting the like the ground height correct right right but yeah and i mean yeah he was he was but at the same time it didn't look disproportioned it didn't look weird no it, it looked like, the oh, way it he's... should look like it looked right. correct and even though the muppets are smaller than him other than of course the uh christmas present uh <laughs> right. and christmas past and uh right so but anyways i mean it's it's so it's just done so well and all the Muppets even ha- like you see Miss Piggy and she's dressed appropriately with her cur- you know her ringlet yes. and I just you know badly I've always in my life like wanted ringlets like that like to be able to do that <laughs> in my life I've never been able to have ringlets that good oh I gotta yeah. figure out how to do it someday but yeah I love it and Melinda and Belinda Bettina, oh my god! Bettina and but yeah, whatever they are. Oh my god! Bettina and Belinda, so yeah. fun. I love it where she's like, "I'm Bettina," and I'm then Bettina. she's like, "I'm Belinda," and she's whatever. Still her and she's like, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and I was like, "Do you know you how know many times?" I've called my kids the wrong names and I have, you know, two boys and one girl and I still call Leah Mark and she's like, right. I'm not even a boy. <laughs> I'm like, you know your name. <laughs> well, it's funny. It's like, I feel like that whatever is Miss Piggy breaking character and being Miss Piggy, yes. not Mrs. Cratchit. And I think it's so great. She just turns and she's like, whatever. Like, I'm over this. <laughs> I miss, do you even know who I am? I'm Miss Piggy. Like, I don't need to. Sad. I don't, I don't need to put your name. <laughs> I love it. I love, I I love how they did that whole family, like their whole little family. They're so I, cute. You know, they have their tiny Tim, they have their Peter, they have their daughters, they have, you know, and so, it's so cute. And yes. I looked up online to figure out what disease tiny Tim had, because of course <laughs> I did. What else am I going to do? Right. <laughs> so there's a couple of possibilities. Some mm-hmm. of these options are as follows. Whooping cough, pneumonia, rickets, polio, and cerebral palsy. However, most logical is something called, this is going to sound terrible, but it is what it is, <laughs> renal tubular acidosis. So oh. this would affect the skeleton and can be cured with the administration of alkaline salts, which alkaline uh-huh. salts are basic salts with weak acids. So, uh-huh. which is probably most logical because then that way, like it's a a deficiency that he's got. And so right. I would think that that's something that's solvable. Which right. is why it becomes the most logical because it's a solvable problem that like Scrooge right. could, you know, they have to of course find what the solution is, but it is a solvable right. problem that Scrooge, you know, was able to help with. Um, yes. So, anyways, that's the possibility of what Tiny Tim might have had. Interesting, and you know what? I never realized that they actually don't tell you like what he's sick with. So. No, and they don't, and Dickens doesn't tell you in the book either. 
Right, right. So I just think it's, um, yeah, I never really paid attention to that until, I don't know, one of the last times I had seen this. And then I was like, hey, they actually don't tell you what he's sick with and what he possibly dies from. No, (laughs) it's just, Uh, so I would think that probably a deficiency in um, something like that would probably make the most sense to me too, because I mean, polio was my other thought too, because he's got the crap. Right. Uh, I was thinking that too. Yeah. But that's not, I, back then, that wasn't something that was. I mean, it was around. Polio was around and it wasn't vaccinated. No, 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 no. Around, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it wasn't something that was easily fixed back right, then. Right. Because like, they say that Tiny Tim there. didn't die and he did just fine. Like, he did okay and everything. So right. there has to be, like I said, it's got to be something, something solvable. Like, once you've had polio, like yeah. that, where you're you know, your legs don't work quite as well anymore. That's a permanent problem. Right. Yeah. But I also really love um, when Scrooge, you know, makes it to Bob's house and, you know, he's there with like the town folks and the the turkey and everything. And I love when he's, you know, so mad at first and, you know, (laughs) angry with him. And then Miss Piggy jumps in and she's like, oh man, she's ready to rip him a new one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I love it. And then like he, you know, says, you know, I'll like double your pay or whatever Mm -hmm. and And pay off the mortgage right. of the house and right she's like wait what yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my I gosh and i love so. the little bunny who carries but like when yes. you see him after he gets thrown like the reef gets thrown at him and then like yep. he's so cute but then like you see him at night and he's shivering and cold oh my I god know. like every time like oh, poor baby like love <laughs> him and then like you yes. see him the next morning and he's like, you never would have thought that that's how he spent his night, freezing and under a newspaper. Oh, and, like, he's just, like, the happiest little guy. He's like, well, it's Christmas <laughs> Day. And he goes, well, go and, you know, and here's this, and you know, and have a shine right. for yourself. And he's like, what? You know, and yeah, uh, it's such a cute, cute little moment. And But, and he's, yes. like, this little tiny guy, and he's carrying a big old turkey, and it's so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I love that, that he's probably outside of like the regular characters he's probably one of my favorite characters yes. i thought he was so cute and i was like how dare you throw him out how dare know, you throw a baby him? He's just a little guy just <laughs> bring him in <laughs> so little also i really loved all the rats that were yes and scrooge and i just i love how funny they were and they were like no 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 it's the frog's idea right <laughs> so like, my little work. brother and i used to always do the heat wave this is our island <laughs> in the sun so we did to our mom all the time and she's like this is so weird <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I love them. I thought the rats were a good touch. Cause and it's funny because like obviously normally when you think of rats, you're like, ew, dirty, gross, you know. Rizzo but would agree guys- with you. Just kidding. Yeah. You called. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I like how they included him in like Scrooge's uh like little shop or whatever business. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I thought that they were fun. They were yeah. a fun little comedy bunch. Yeah, so this is a great movie. So it's such a good. Movie. Suggest if you I'm gonna watch it again probably it. Christmas Eve. Is I'm gonna watch it again Christmas yep. Eve. Yeah, I'm gonna make my kids sit. They may 
they may cry because of the coast, but whatever. Just whatever. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> They'll just complain the whole time and be like, I don't like this. I don't want to watch this. I mean, I'll like I said, they love, right, yeah. They love the Muppets because they love watching, you know, some of the other Muppet movies and mm-hmm. everything. It's just think that the ghosts are a little too scary for them, which they're not wrong. They're, right. they're freaky as hell. <laughs> they are. No, for sure. Like, even me, I was like, oh. It goes to Christmas. Right. Past. <laughs> Hurry up. I know. It's, it's, I'm like, so, like, it's so sad. Like when you hear the other Muppets talking about like, oh yeah, he's dead and this and like we get to raid his house and I, I like, know. Holy moly. I was like, wow, that and is the part dark. the part that really like freaked me out. Not freaked me out, but really sent chills was when he was one when the Muppet had given the other guy um his blankets and his yes. blankets were so warm and he's like well i'm not paying you extra for the warmth and it was oh. like wow right. <laughs> like he's, he like wow yeah so i think that was a major yeah that yeah. was really crazy <laughs> treat others how you wish to be treated guys that's all i'm saying right? otherwise people are gonna right. take and the I- light and reading your house when you're dead yeah and i think that part really you know i mean i knew i know you don't they don't necessarily say like who it is because he wasn't um, I don't think it was until he got to like the graveyard when yeah. he saw his, his headstone. He was like, I know who they're talking about, but I need to know for sure that that was me. You know, right. he's like, I know they're talking about me, but is it really me? Yeah. <laughs> and and it's kind of like, well, yes, because I feel like this is something you would do. Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and I think that really, you know, I mean, that's going to freak anybody out to be like. Uh, freak me so out like, if I found out that people were like basically thrilled i was gone like right and pawning my stuff yeah right like i like i get it when i'm dead i can't take it with me there's no luggage right, right. Purse. I get it but like that's but i don't want that to be know. the first thing that people are doing <laughs> like let me lay in the ground freaking first. savage <laughs> right seriously um but yeah i mean they yeah they did amazing parts and i kind of like how they did it with the muppets in that part like they made it the muppets that were you know doing the the transaction of you know taking yeah there was no humans doing that it was just the muppets and it's it's almost sinister having these like jovial muppets (laughs) like they're like no you're like on his stuff off and they're all hogs i don't know if you noticed they're like all hogs yes and like Oh man, it was done yeah. so well. It was just the right map. Like it wasn't like and done in like a a dark, damp corner, you right? Know, and, oh, cloudy and gray. Like, oh man, it's like a whole new movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really is. Well, uh, that we have like dark. the bright, cheery dancing of like right. present. And also, I've always wanted like a Victorian style dress. But now you see them spinning, mm-hmm. and like it poofs out, and then like you I see know. Clara all dressed so up, and like, I was like, "Well, oh, I need a dress like that." Yeah. Ringlets. <laughs> it's like, right. I was the wrong era. <laughs> so. Oh my gosh! Yes, I mean, and I I get it. I mean, obviously in movies they make it, you know, where you see like the better side of it, you know? right? Of course, and yeah. and you you want to be on the wealthy side well, of it obviously because obviously. 
because you don't want, I mean, you know, then there's the other side of it that's not so pretty and so right. glamorous and all that. But yeah, no, I totally get what you're saying. Cause that was literally like some of my thoughts throughout the whole movie where it was like, oh my gosh, they look so fun. She's so dressed up, but they're just at their house and they're I just be dressed you know, playing like games. That. And yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should go on Etsy and look at it. A Victorian dress just so I can dress like that for Christmas. <laughs> I feel like right. that really up my game. All right. But then I look at it and, you know, we're in the middle of, you know, everything going on right now and I'm not going anywhere. And I'm like, but really, would I dress like that? Or would I still opt for like, I don't know, my nightgown or whatever Your sweats. You know, they wore in that time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, I'm there have been many a times where I'm like, I'm just not getting dressed today. I'm staying in what I'm staying in and that's it. So that's it. Because yeah. Oh, yeah. But anyways. This was a great movie. I'm really glad we did it. And it I encourage everybody to to watch it, especially if you haven't watched it in a while. You will not regret it. And no, it's... you'll love it. And it'll give you the warm, fuzzy feelings. And um, yeah. Just it's so good. Watch and it. just, it's not that long of a movie. It's an hour and a half. And right. you know, and like I said, you can watch it on Disney Plus. Uh, they have it. And mm-hmm. because they got all the Muppet movies on Disney Plus. So yes. Um, yep. take a look. Yeah, at Yeah, it's that. surprisingly not that long. Which for some reason in my head, I was thinking it was really long. And well, I that's because why. they cut out the song that f- makes it feel like it added thirty <laughs> minutes to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they took that out. Um, that out. That's gone. <laughs> right. um, but it's almost like it has such a good flow to it that by the time it ends you're like wait it's over we're done right i want to i want an epilogue here i want to see right i want 10 years down the road (laughs) yeah i want to see the future (laughs) right i know it's so cute like at the end when he's like got his arm around little tiny tim oh my god he's sitting on the table it's just the cutest little thing oh adorable love it adorable I wonder, I was start, like, after watching it, and you know how obviously the uh, the Ghost of Christmas Future, you know, was, <clears throat> goodness, excuse me, was um, a little dark and scary because that's the kind of path that he was on. Right. So I wonder if, if that ghost would have changed because he changed. You know oh, what I mean? That's a good question. I like so that question. Dark. Yeah, so. like, instead of gray, maybe be, like, white. And like less right. horrible. Less <laughs> yeah. That's a really good question. Oh, I like that question. That's like one to ponder about. Let us know, guys. Yeah. Let yeah, us know. Definitely. Because uh that's go like go on our Instagram and stuff and let us know. Cause which our Instagram of course is oi with the coffee already. Because I want to hear what other people think. Cause I feel like I'll post that up in the in a um in a story, like a little question. Yeah. So- pop up uh answer it because i want to know i know i just that's like an excellent question i'm sitting here going oh my god what would he look like (laughs) yeah i think he wouldn't die in the dead of winter and he'd die in the summer and there'd be a whole bunch of people that i don't know now i'm curious (laughs) (laughs) that's the kind of like you know epilogue i need i need to see yeah I need to see I his new grave. Right, I know. I feel. I feel like he would. I feel like, yeah, like you said. I feel like he would have passed away in the summer or springtime, where it's sunny and nice. And I, I feel like he would have people there that you know 
missed him because he at the did very least they have the Cratchits, so he's got that going. Right, at the very least, right? Yeah, yeah. but still, let us know because yeah, we want to know now. <laughs> that is very. It's a good question. What would the Ghost to Christmas future look like after his change? That's a good question. Yes. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. Well not just a hat rack my friend just kidding <laughs> <laughs> if you know friends you know that's a joey reference when he's you know oh, uses his brain. <laughs> so anyways <Hilarious>. well <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and we do hope you guys uh just take a moment and and hop on that disney plus and or bust out your dvd or or old school vhs and watch that song there you go oh yeah definitely watch this movie um it's amazing and it'll get you right in the feels and this this episode's gonna drop on um christmas eve so yes i you know this year has been a really long year and it's been a really really tough year um it's this year sucked. Like, I don't know how else to say it. This year has sucked. And I think everybody can agree with everybody that. Everybody can agree. And like, I think this Christmas, it's going to be different. It just is. It's going to be different. Um, And I just, I, you know, this kind of film kind of reminds you to still be the good person and still be a good person towards others and be that person. And yeah. don't let the strain of this year affect that in you. Um, we all have goodness in us. We all have the ability to give um, in small ways, big ways, etc. Uh, yeah. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to be like on my soapbox preachy here, but it's, <laughs> I think now more than ever, like we just, we have to show everybody kindness regardless yeah. of anything. I don't care. They look like, sound like, whatever. I don't mm-hmm. care. And um, so, and I think just this movie really just kind of reminds us of all of that and the story and yeah, how really. like, it's not that Scrooge had to be kind to one person or one type of person or one kind of person. He had to learn to be kind to everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a huge thing that we can all take away from and enjoy it. You know what? Enjoy your Christmas guys. Um, Take the good, take the good in all of it. And um, I don't know, maybe if it wasn't for this year, we wouldn't even be doing this. I don't know. Right. It's very well possible that without this year that you and I wouldn't be sitting here doing these recordings and hanging out and doing best friend things. (laughs) Yeah. And which is, you know, I'll take that good. I'll, I'll take the good from that. And, uh, definitely. Yeah. So you have to to be able to see the good in during the dark times because, you know, otherwise just makes you appreciate those times a little more, you know, Mm -hmm. and, you got to be able to find that light. Well, and if anybody here ever watches Bob Ross, you need the dark (laughs) in order to have the light. So, yeah. So it's very, very word wise or wisdom, good piece of wisdom there. Um, (laughs) And then, uh, you know, of course we'll add at the end here, we will have Patreon. It probably won't be set up until the new year. We're just, it's, Mm -hmm. there's a lot, there's a lot to do guys. So (laughs) we got to go through but we do want to throw out there that one of our, um, we will have like a couple different tiers set up and, yes. and things like that. And we'll make more of an announcement as, you know, time goes on and we can figure this out. Yes. Uh, but we do want to do an, a special Patreon episode on Jim Henson, just because Absolutely. this man has lived, you know, 
an amazing life and he has brought to life these Muppets, you know, yeah. and, and it's amazing. And I know I remember them from being a child, you know, mm-hmm. and watching them and having fun with them and, you know, feeling like it was a whole different world, you know, with right. these Muppets around. Yeah, he's definitely so, created something that has lasted far beyond he, you know, his own years. And so I think yeah. that'd be just something really interesting to do. So um, I'll yeah. be doing like a kind of just a biography on Jim Henson and talking about, you know, the things that he's done in his life and the things that from his life have, you know, created other things that happened after. So definitely uh, that'll be out there and we're going to come up with Yay. some other content too for you guys and if you like that uh we can always do more kind of like exposés on uh on entertainment creators uh, mm-hmm. i don't know probably i don't know dead or alive i guess i don't right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i personally yeah. am a huge fan of martin scorsese so i would love to do something on him yeah. too but he's still you know thankfully he's still with us yeah. and so right. um but As even just to take a look at their work and things yeah, that they've done and things for that sure. they've brought and to. And same with like you know. Spielberg and Mel Brooks. Right. And, you know, and bless them, you know, these men are oh, still with us and um, yeah. still putting stuff out there. I, although I don't know about yeah. Mel Brooks. I don't know. I feel like maybe he's... I don't know about him. I mean, I don't know like what he's been doing. Yeah, recently. I don't know either. Yeah. Maybe he's just enjoying so he his retirement. Be... So. Right? <laughs> <laughs> earned it (laughs) he has earned it he's given us so many laughs i'm exhausted so (laughs) um so anyways those are things that we've got coming up and then of course we've got our i mentioned our instagram page which of course um once this episode drops we'll go ahead and post that question up um about the coast to christmas present or future it's so hard to keep track of them all i know (laughs) christmas future um anyways We'll go ahead and do that. Oi with the coffee is our Instagram. And then of course our Facebook page, you can find us Oi with the coffee already. And then of course yep. there's our website, um, which yes. of course our website has a different name, which is the caffeinated besties.com. Uh, but you can go ahead and find <laughs> us on there. You'll find our personal Instagram or our, yeah, I guess well, our personal individual, individual uh, Instagram feeds. And then as well as you'll see episodes of the podcast on there and our blog post. So yes definitely did i cover everything did i do it did i do it right i, did I do so. good <laughs> i think we're good tell me i'm pretty <laughs> you're pretty that's a good job you. Oh my God. <laughs> thank you anyways we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and yeah find us on all the social media platforms except for twitter because we don't understand that and we don't feel like we belong there no but it's okay but stalk us in other ways. That's fine. Don't worry about yes. it. <laughs> so Instagram, Facebook, um, and soon to be on Patreon. So yes. yes. And have a really Merry Christmas, everybody. Give your loved ones yes. big hugs. And yes. yeah. I I it. Enjoy your days. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And thank you for listening. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye.